0: Welcome to faith love and therapy a podcast to encourage and inspire. I'm your host Jamie Johnson. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I'm grateful that you're here as we peel back the layers of mental health from a faith perspective. Today, I'm excited to welcome my second guest of the year Carlton Morant. He is a friend he is a poet. Um, you can find him uh, as lil cam on Instagram and I wanted to have the opportunity to sit with a male friend uh, up here that I could just talk about mental health from his perspective today and so um welcome cam welcome uh, cJ how are you
1: I'm good hello everybody.
0: Thank you for coming. Thank you for allowing me to take the time to kind of pick your brain as we just talk a little bit about mental health. Um, and there's no right or wrong answer. Just wanting to talk and see your perspective, uh, because I think it is important with how, how mental health has progressed over the years, and particularly what we're seeing um, that's happening with a lot of men. Um, specifically, we are seeing a lot of uh, with black men, uh, especially in the media and things that are happening uh, around a, around you all and to you all, and so I wanted to take a moment to really pause and have a moment just to listen um, to what your perspective is, and and go from there if you're all right with that today. Mm-hmm. Okay, don't, don't say mm hmm. Be excited. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> all right, so just you know, let's start with um, just kind of your perspective when you think about mental health for men and maybe what you've experienced, what you've seen in your peers. What are some of the major issues that mental, that men are dealing with, with, let me talk when it comes to mental health?
1: Mm-hmm. Anxiety, depression, things of that nature for the most part.
0: Okay. Okay. And so when you see the anxiety and depression, because women are definitely experiencing that too, how does it look, maybe look different or what, what are some of the issues that may be a, a bit different for men?
1: I mean, it's hard to tell what it looks like until it'll be like an episode or something because most of the time we are taught as men and mostly black men that we can't express ourselves. Okay. Like if we are too emotional, we are weak.
0: mm So you find that you have to balance what is um, expected of you as well as maybe what you're internally going through. Yeah. Okay. So what are some of the things that, and I I hear one of the things is is what people think men, being a man looks like. That is affecting the mental state um, of you. And like you said, particularly black men, because black men are taught about being strong and not crying. And we, we hear that often. And then, you know, we as women want a man that, you know, has some emotion. You know, <laughs> you know we don't want y'all to be um, emotionless because that's a problem, too. So when you think about those expectations, um, what are some other things that are impacting just the way that you all are able to process your emotions or uh, affecting your mental health
1: in general? Media. Okay. And like I said, the... Uh... Well, media and family, what we are taught as when we were young mm-hmm. up to now, because now things have changed, we are being told it's okay to cry, it's okay to be upset, not too upset, mm-hmm. it's okay for us to be, show more emotion than being nonchalant and mm-hmm. stuff like that, which I have a problem with. With being be nonchalant? Yeah.
0: Uh Okay, and so is that so when I think of that, I think of that as how you've learned to cope, right? How you learn to deal with things being nonchalant nonchalant. And you know, we know that you're not alone in that process. There are a lot of men who um, are are I won't use the word accused, but a lot of women will say, okay, I don't like how nonchalant you are or I don't like how disconnected you are or that you don't want to share uh, your emotions with me. But what I hear you saying is like there's a bit more, there's a bit more freedom to do so, um, but y'all still haven't been really given the opportunity uh, or the space to do it authentically.
1: No, not really. Not really. Because when we do, like from my experience, when we do tell like our girls, our women, mm-hmm. how we feel, it ends up being thrown back at us not right then mm-hmm. but later in the future
0: okay okay so is would you say that i'm not going to say this is what you're saying but i want to be clear are a lot of the the issues that you're identifying are they coming from women or are they coming from society society okay
2: I need you want to
0: you wanna clear that out? yeah <laughs> to say is not all of us but no. it may be but it may be so you are saying in relationship there are times where women are um do not say allow you to be safe allow men to be safe or uh open in a safe space
2: not a lot of time
0: okay okay i mean i get that i get that so when you when you think about your own mental health journey and you you know talk about uh being nonchalant what other ways have you learned to cope? Like how do you deal with the stress and the expectations
1: um that society has placed on you? I try and be different, to be honest. Like I try I try to go out more, see more things. Mm-hmm. That helps me um break out of the shell that I put myself in. Yeah. And um my poetry has helped me a lot, to be honest.
0: Good, yeah. I th- I think um, like the being creative um, allows you to, in a way, express the things that you don't say. Like it gives it gives space for that. How long mm-hmm. have you been writing?
1: Since high school. Okay. Yeah. So sophomore year, tenth grade.
0: Okay, and you're you're not in high school anymore, Mm-mm. so it's been over over 20?
1: No, over 15 years? I know our 10 year, um, reunion has already passed. I know that much. Okay. I lost count.
0: Sir, you're not that old. So, but you're old enough to realize that, you know, this particular coping strategy has been beneficial for you for a while. Yeah. Okay. And so you said you also try to get out more to get out of your shell that you put yourself in. So you, you're you saying you go on, you like to travel, you like to just yeah. go out. Okay. Both. Okay. So traveling and kind of getting out of the, the four walls helps you to deal with stress and anxiety and, and depression and things like that. Yeah. Okay.
1: Or just simply if I can't go out, I'll just like um, open the blinds, mm-hmm. let more natural light in
0: yeah I think that's important some of the small things and I think I've said it on the show before like some of the small things are the most beneficial things when you um, need to just kind of get a get in the space of something um, healthier so being able to open the blinds get natural sunlight um, eating drinking making sure that you're tending to the things that you need moving around getting out all of those things do help with mental health so because um when you think of how we can help how we can help men to talk more about their mental health what what would you advise those of us that that love our men, our brothers our fathers our you know cousins our friends um our men, what would you say are ways to help you all be more comfortable sharing
1: mm-hmm. like
0: how can I say this? Be honest if now. You, get close to the mic. People need help.
1: If you want us to be vulnerable, you also have to be vulnerable. Like how, I'll give an example. If he says that you are part of the problem, mm-hmm. you can't, you can voice your opinion, but you can't get completely mad or upset about it.
0: Okay. Okay. So if if he expresses that part of his issue is is something that she's doing. Yeah. Then being receptive enough to hear what that is and without hear it in a way that's respectful without reacting. Yeah. Okay. Do you think that, um, I'm not challenging you on that. I think that's a good point. I also think delivery is important on both ends. Yeah. So how a woman responds to you as well as how you sent that information. Both of those things.
1: Yeah. Both of us, we got to be respectful and what we do. Absolutely. What we say.
0: Right. And so really what I hear you asking for the most is space to be vulnerable and space to be honest about what you feel without um without feeling attacked maybe or um shut down or what word would you use? I don't want to I don't want to put it in without feeling what? Shut down. Okay. Okay. So are there some things that you think that don't involve us, that men need to be doing for themselves?
1: Mm. Without repeating myself, that's all I can think of is, um, like I said, just be more vulnerable. Find somebody, because it doesn't necessarily have to be a woman. It could be your brother. It could Mm. be your... um, your bro, your friend, mm-hmm. anybody, your pastor, mm-hmm. anybody that's willing to listen and actually help you with that problem.
0: Yeah, yeah. So finding finding support, community, um, and that's something that I think sometimes it seems like it's it's easier for y'all, but I'm learning more um, and more that um, that is not the case. Like women, women probably have that social circle thing down a little bit better
1: with everybody. Like I'm being taught the same thing that my brother or my cousin, Mm -hmm. my grandfather, my father has been taught Yeah, that we really can't express ourselves too much or else we'll be less of a man. Mm. So,
0: yeah. So if y'all are coming together, even as community, the way that you come together is not in a vulnerable way. I saw this um, recently. I saw a, um, it was a, I don't think it was a post, it was somebody's video, it was a reel or something. And um, a guy was showing, he was panning the room of a healing, a men's healing circle. And so it was, you know, they were, you know, they were resting, they were, some of them were crying, Um, there was music, um, there was, what sound seemed like, because all of it wasn't shared, but it was, seemed like someone that was encouraging them and speaking into them. And I thought that that was a really like amazing space that we don't see that often. And it specifically it was all black men. It's specifically for men um, to have the space to like really rest and process their emotions and have support, which typically what we normally would see is like, y'all, you know, playing video games together or y'all, you know, joking around, joking around or going to play ball, which I think that there's value in all of that. Like, I'm not taking that away. Play video games with your friends, you know, play ball, play, do the things that you do. But what you're specifically talking about is the ability to be vulnerable in that space or with, with your, with other men. And so I think it's important, um, an important point that you're making of creating space for men to be vulnerable and to talk about things in a way that, um, doesn't, I mean, can infuse humor. Cause you know, humor is still yeah. healing, but it, but it allows y'all to really be honest and not have that perspective that came from generations, uh, before you.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so you see your generation changing, wanting to be more vulnerable, trying to be more vulnerable. Yeah.
1: Through mostly social media, but, um, I say my biggest example is my cousin. Okay. Cause with him doing a lot, he does I think I told you, um, clothes, photography and all that, that puts a lot of stress. And now he's a father. Mm. So I see him, he'll catch himself or he'll post on social media that he's been working on himself working on himself better so that he won't break down. Mm. So I think now, with this generation, we are learning more about our mental health and, yeah.
0: yeah, Okay. And your generation, because you're, what, 37? How old are you? (laughs) Remind me.
1: Lord Jesus, I haven't even hit 30 yet.
0: I'm to try to put you in. I don't know why I do that. I am. Um, I'm about to be... nine. Yeah. That's right. I'm going to be
2: 30 this year.
0: I keep forgetting that. I keep forgetting. Um, Yeah. Carlton sometimes has an old spirit, so I can't, you know, I forget that he hasn't quite hit the 30 mark. Um I don't
1: know if that could go bad.
0: Uh, well, I can't. I'm not going to go there. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I I I'm glad that you have somebody that kind of what I'm hearing is um is open to being honest about how he feels and what mm-hmm. he's struggling with. And I think that's an you know, another thing. Um men are not hiding or, you know, they're not being quiet about what's hurting them. But they yeah. still have to deal with the response, which I think is still a challenge. Um, for society like we're still not ready we're still not completely responding in a way that is supportive to men um and there was a there was a recent study about men young men actually being um struggling the most because they are also struggling with being lonely they're like one of the loneliest populations at this point and um I don't know. Are you seeing that in, like, your peers?
1: Yeah. Especially with me. Okay. But, um, yeah, because it's hard to say. It's not just it's brought into this generation, but also with what we listen to, what we watch, we are taught that we have to be... I want to say grinding, but it's basically hard working. Okay. Like we have to get that bag, get this, get that, and Mm -hmm. we have to do it on our own or else basically we can't brag about it and all that even though our family sort of helped us, our friends sort of helped us. Yeah. So it's just that on top of, for me at -hmm. least, it's Mm -hmm. hard to find somebody.
0: Yeah. 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 So it it's a combination of I need to be successful, like mm-hmm. financially is what I hear. Yeah. I need to be financially successful. I need to go after these particular goals, numbers. Like is there a is there a goals. identified bag? Yeah. I
1: need- goals.
0: <laughs> okay. So I need to go over all of the, I need to accomplish these goals on my own. I may have a little bit of help, but I, I need to really grind it out myself. Yeah. And while I'm grinding it out, somehow I'm supposed to find someone to be with. Yeah. And because I'm focused on the grind, I'm not necessarily finding the person to be with. And so it's lonely on the grind, but it's also lonely because I have no one.
1: Yeah, it's how do they say it? It's lonely at the top. Right. Yeah.
0: But this pursuit and help me, you know, um I have I have noticed, right? I've noticed that that particular uh mindset and that particular grind. Um but then when you think about successful relationships, do you see men that are the most successful prior to connecting with someone or after? When you think of the grown men in your life, right, that are successful or that you've seen um, on social media or wherever the case may be, those that you, you may find to be uh, motivating or inspirational in your life, mm-hmm. did they get that bag 100% before they found someone?
1: I don't know people like that.
0: Okay. So. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. (laughs) So
1: I can't really say yes or no. Okay.
0: So what I have seen, um, this is not always the case, but I have seen this a lot. Um, There's a different gear that men go into when they are in a healthy relationship. Yeah. And so I think there's a, I think there's the importance of pursuing certain things early in life for men. Mm-hmm. a level of um, integrity, a level of, like, commitment to to working, you yeah. know, <laughs> a commitment to, um, you know, going after something, pursuing goals. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if sometimes, like, the finish line, y'all are looking at the finish line or mm-hmm. a certain, you know, marker, and you're not looking at anything else, yeah. and then you look up, and maybe you have made it to that marker or you're, you know, you're on your way to it, but it's taking longer than expected. And you look up and you're like, I can't, I can't find anyone. Yeah. So are you putting focus on f- the goals and then say, okay, the the partner is going to have to come later in life?
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Okay. And, and so you can deal with the loneliness until you reach that certain marker of success.
1: Yeah, because... How can I say this? Um, basically, you don't want anything to deter your focus, okay. in a sense. Okay. And
0: women do that to men?
1: Not on purpose.
0: No. Nope. <laughs>
1: but it's not that, it's just like, There's more responsibilities, I guess, mm-hmm. or duties, mm-hmm. because when you find that one, like now, you have to. Well, it's not like now, but okay. it's more emphasis. You have to be consistent. Mm-hmm. You, ha- I mean, if you have a child with that person now, you have to make sure your child is safe. Is safe. Is um, you're providing for that person. Mm. All that is you have to give your time mm-hmm. to your wife or your spouse or your and your child when that time could be spent on other goals. Not saying that they can't do those goals. Yeah. It's just a little bit – it will take a little bit longer.
2: True, true.
0: Okay. I mean, I, I don't disagree. I think – um I understand that there is um, a lot of work to be done in order to get to a certain place in life. Um, I do also think that there is a shift for many, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but in your generation, um, and I keep saying that I'm not too far, well, yes, I am, but I'm I'm not too far out of your generation, but, okay, sir, um, <laughs> but- that there is, a, there is kind of a shift that I've noticed where um, relationships are taking a backseat or they're not seen as, like... Um,
1: as important. Yeah. 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 Um, from what I'm seeing, it's more of the woman's perspective because back then it was taught to them that you have to get a man or else you're not complete. Mm. So now it's you still can be your own person. You still can be complete. Get your goals without a man.
0: Uh-huh. That is the mindset. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So So is that affecting how men are seeing themselves? Do you think? Or how y'all feel about yourself is that contributing to the loneliness? It women are are kind of, you know, I can do what I need to do and I don't
1: really need a man to Mm. I say it's a little bit harder mm-hmm. to get that person.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the the drive for success and the lack of companionship, lack of a partner, because um, it's hard to balance both mm-hmm. in that process, contributes to the loneliness that that we're seeing with men, young men particularly. Yeah. Well, from that like m- late twenties to. I think the research was saying even into um early 40s or mid 40s. So there's a there's a space of a lot of men that are feeling very um very lonely. Do you think that the that drive, that grind that y'all have, do you think that it's healthy? It's mentally healthy?
1: It can be when you balance it, but okay. when that's all you see, It can take a toll on you.
0: Yeah. When you say, what do you mean when that's all you see?
1: All you see is your goals. And if you take, like, if you're, I want to say obsessed with it, like, you can't take breaks, you can't do anything else, but that you have to, you have to get that degree Mm
2: -hmm.
1: or you have to get that, um, like I said, that that amount of money or you have to get that job that promotion that car yeah. and that's all you see you can't take breaks or anything it can take a toll
0: yeah but but where did the where did the um where did that come from like that has to be what you do what what is what is that
2: Hmm.
1: A lot of places it's hard to say one place like okay. I said, media, maybe family, okay, but mostly media
0: okay. and that pressure is for that pressure that comes through media and possibly family is more directed you feel towards men than it is towards women like women getting you know um, the bag or going to a certain mm. level of a success.
1: Not now. Okay. It's more, I see it as more, it's equal because now we got more female rappers, female artists that's rapping the same thing or singing about the same uh, thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it's more equal now.
0: Yeah. So, I've heard you mention media a couple of times and now um, music and. So when we talk about what's influencing y'all mm. and what's influencing your, how you think things should be, um, your emotional state, it sounds like a big part of that is coming from scrolling. Like it's coming from social media it's coming from, uh, the music choices and are we making like are we making good choices with what we are consuming if it's affecting us, if it's affecting men and how they view themselves and, and what they feel like they should be going after and the pressure? Are we consuming the right things that kind of will lead us in the right direction? Are we consuming some things that maybe I don't know, what do you think?
1: When I say it's the media, I don't mean it's like controlling us. Okay. It's more like I can persuade you to do something, Mm -hmm. but it's up to you to actually choose to do it. Mm -hmm. So basically, if that's, in a sense, yes, if that's all I see, then I'm going to choose to do it that way. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I guess I have to choose to, Manage it better, so I can't really say. I don't know.
0: Okay. I mean, I think I had
1: it, but then I lost it. <laughs> yeah, you
0: good? You good? I, I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to lead you, um, because in my mind, I'm thinking, well, if, and even for me, I'm not even talking about like just men. I'm saying in general, when I realize I've been scrolling and like my mood is shifting, or um, I'm thinking about what I'm not or what I don't have. Yeah. And I've been, you know, consuming a lot of other people's content.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, sometimes that means I need to take, I need to like pull back. Cause I'm just yeah. too invested in somebody else. What somebody else hasn't going on and I can't see my own path. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I know for you specifically, like you, um, like music is big for you. Yeah. And, um, but Honestly, it's mainly Christian music that you, like, you create p- playlists and you, c- well, Christian rap. It's, it's not just Christian rap, but it's. It's
1: um, basically all, I I generalize it as all Christian and gospel because basically whatever is, I guess I could say it's secular mm-hmm. um, genre, there mm-hmm. is a Christian genre. So I, it's rap, rock, pop. Um, R&B, all of it.
0: Okay. But all of yours is the Christian version of those genres of music. Yeah. Okay. And why do you, what, I'm going to ask because I want to know your story. Like, why do you tend to lean in on that particular type of music?
1: Partially because that's what I grew up on. Mm -hmm. But when I was dealing with depression in high school, Mm -hmm. that's actually what kept me going.
0: Absolutely. I get that. I can relate to that. And remind, Are you a PK? Preacher's kid?
1: In a sense, yes. A, <laughs> I only right. say that because my father is a pastor, but I wasn't raised by him. Gotcha. So I say in a sense, yes.
0: Okay. And you were, but you have grown up in and around the church, mm-hmm. your life. Yes. And so your music choice is because of the experiences that you've had. Yes. Okay. In the in the rate being raised, um, in the church. So, when you were in, you said high school and struggled with depression. The music was, music and the poetry was kind of your was your outlet. Those yes. were your outlets. Okay. And and I think people have to remember again the power of music and the, also the power of being of your expressed thought. Yes. And sometimes we can't always verbalize what we're feeling or dealing with. And that's why often in therapy, we talk about having a journal. Um, but if journaling, just writing out your thoughts isn't it, and you have more of a creative spirit like yourself, like being able to put it in poetry um, does give you, you know, the the space and the opportunity to share things in a way. And I think you also, um, I think it's been a while, but you do spoken word um, yeah. events as well. So if y'all are um, on Instagram and you follow, uh, I think it's under little little Cam,
1: little Mister Cam, little Mister Cam, little L I L L I L hyphen M R not hyphen sorry underscore. Uh huh. Um, so basically the spaces have underscores. So L I L -L 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 M R C A M. You can find me on. Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, and Twitter.
0: Okay. And so your poetry is up there as as well as your um, playlist. But I I think it's important for people to realize that you can find your own outlet that is healthy, um, that will allow you to process through emotions. And I will say, you know, in high school, when I struggled with depression, music was also an outlet for me. Like... Uh, I'd be laying on the floor, and Yolanda Adams was singing, and you know, yeah. and really working through you know what I need to work through. But um, I wanted to touch on a few other things before we wrap up. With just you know the talk about media, and you say it doesn't have to be persuasive, but we've also seen um, a lot of negative in the media, and so I think it may not persuade us to do certain things. But I do think, and you tell me what you feel. I do think consuming a lot of media that is negative for instance we you know when we watch the videos of um, black men being killed black men being hurt uh, uh, abused beat um, those videos have a negative impact and so you know are you one that will be able to work through being able to see those videos or do you protect your mental space by not like how, how do you engage when you're seeing things like that um, in the
1: media? Um, I had what I was going to say. Well, do you watch the videos or do you... No, no. Okay. really. I did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And then I just shifted to Christian rap. Mm-hmm. But it's mostly stuff like... If I don't really support it, mm-hmm. then I don't listen to it. So like all the gangs gangster rap um yeah. doing drugs all that stuff
0: you you stay away from that but yeah. even when i'm talking about like some of the videos that are of um of violent things that are happening to black men by the police things of that nature do you do you shield yourself against those things as well
1: um what do you mean like
0: like the recent um memphis um killing of that young man
1: I haven't seen that video, but I tend to look at it Mm -hmm. just to see my opinion, just to find an opinion on it. I'm not fine, but like sometimes I think some things happen by accident, Mm. but I can't say anything about this particular thing. But at the same time, you have to how is it said you do the crime you have to take the punishment Mm. well
0: so i what i do hear you saying is you want to be able to make a decision by by seeing it you don't want to say this is what happened or this is what i think or or this was wrong and you haven't seen what actually occurred yeah okay um i i will say because you haven't seen the one from memphis um that one was not a situation of he did something wrong. That was a situation of they definitely did something wrong. Um, And so what I do here is that you are selective. Hopefully you are selective about what you're taking in. Um, But when you want to, you know, if you want to have an opinion on something, you're not just going to, you're just not going to jump on the train and say, this is what, you know, I agree with everybody else. No. I want to see what what happened and kind of go from there. Okay. Um, Just, you know, kind of wrapping up, when you think about, Mental health for Black men, um, for men, you could say for men. And what I've had, what I've heard so far, is how you're engaging in relationship impacts you. The um, the the expectations that are placed on men emotionally, but also you know in regards to society, like the expectations of what you need to accomplish. Mm-hmm. Those things also create a level of pr- pressure that impacts your mental health. Yes. Uh, what you're consuming impacts your mental health. Yes. Whether or not you're successful. Yeah. Impacts your mental health, and that's kind of where I want to um, land, and we'll kind of tie up here, is who determine who's determining what makes you
1: successful. A mixture of yourself mm-hmm. and what you see around you. Okay. Like if you see your friends or your family doing more than you, especially if they're like younger or the same age as you or in the same age group as you, and you're just looking at them like I should be where they are. Mm. So it's a mixture of what you see and what you believe.
0: Yeah. 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 I just want to, as we're wrapping up, kind of take a moment to encourage men Um, black men but also you know men in general but I think my heart in this moment is talking to black men and being able to identify what is success for yourself is incredibly important because everybody will try to tell you who you should be and the pressure to try to accomplish that is beyond feasible like you cannot it's not feasible to Uh, achieve what everybody else thinks you should achieve or what people are saying that they're achieving but you don't know that that's true yeah and so like black men are dying uh by suicide at an escalated rate uh black men are dying by violence at an escalated rate black men are leaving this earth in a way that we've um I'm not going to say we've never seen it before, but these generations, we haven't seen it because we didn't live through slavery and we didn't live through, um, you know, a time period where black men were, were being hung, black men and women were being hung. But we are seeing black men being destroyed in ways um, that is harmful to all of us. And so my encouragement for you all, uh, one is that help us to help you help us to create safe spaces for you by communicating with us in a way um, when you can, cause I know all of us ain't done the healing process, yeah. <laughs> but communicate with us in a way that allows, that, that we can hear you and that we could be um, supportive and we can um, give you what you need, but also that we're receiving um, the things that we need but also I would say identify who God says you are yes. and who you're going to be rather than what media is saying, because there are some things that you're only going to accomplish by the grace of God. Yes. There are some, there are some places and spaces that you will only reach when you surrender your plans yes. and what you identified as your purpose to God and being able to say, I don't know every step. This is what I desire, God. But if you know better, and we know he does, your will be done. And so being able to really get in that that headspace that God really does want you to be great, as you would say. He does want you to be greater and do greater works in the earth. But if you're feeling like you don't measure up or that you're not enough or you, that comparison thing that happens when you're, when you're looking at other people that are achieving all of that is going to hinder you from really, really being the person that you could be. And knowing that there is always a call on our life to be something, to do something. Yes. You know, when we talk about call, we don't necessarily mean a call to pastor call to call to ministry, but a call to do something in the earth and when we're consumed by what is happening as we scroll and when we're consumed by achieving certain markers of success that the world has identified, sometimes we miss God. Yeah. And so my hope for you is, one, that you continue to do the creative things that you do, uh, but allow God to do a work in you to release some of the things, the expectations that have been placed on you because you really could just accomplish, you know, great things without looking to the left or to the right and thinking you're not doing enough you're 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 gonna be able to do greater things when you allow yourself to just rest in who you are and so y'all make sure that you connect with uh, uh, Carlton Morant on Instagram as he's giving you his um, his social media contact and I just want to say thank you for taking a moment to share uh, your opinion and your thoughts. And I know you're a little nervous, but you did great. Um, you, you know, it's, it's not easy to be vulnerable, even in this space where it's just the two of us. So I'm grateful for you allowing me to ask you some questions. And so y'all, I thank you for joining me on another episode of faith, love and therapy. Uh, and I will see you next time.